Inside Westminster, Chapter 159, Losing the Plot. It was 4am and Prince Rupert and Sassy were glued to the video link of the preliminary hearing of their case against several British newspaper empires. It was being held between Nonsuch and Partners, Sassy's team, and the defendant's team, Mirage and Co., at the Royal Courts of Justice under the leadership of Lord Justice Judge. Remind me why we're doing this, quavered Teddy. I- I've sort of lost the plot. Don't use that word, barked Sassy. That makes it sound as though I plotted something which I never did. All I wanted was for my dad to be reasonable and rational. I know, replied Teddy, wondering how on earth he'd ever ended up being part of taking a large chunk of the British press to court. He had quite fond memories of downing a pint with many of these papers' journalists after a media session and felt exactly as he'd said, in a state of having lost the plot. But once Sass had made her mind up, there was no changing it, so he'd learned to put up and shut up, and hoped against hope that they'd win. Losing just didn't bear thought, as, what with the waste of thousands over their Winchester Royal trademark debacle, and the possibility that they themselves would have to fund their own security, their income versus outgoings was beginning to look a right royal disaster. Weren't we supposed to be easing into a millionaire lifestyle? And let's hope we don't piss off half the UK by grabbing headlines along with those about the UK now. We're at over 32,000. The highest number of Covid deaths in Europe have been recorded. Were thoughts churning through Teddy's weary brain? But he had no answers and wished more than anything for the simple life of sharing a joke with his army mates. Meanwhile, back in Blighty, at the White Cliffs of Dover, Yule Fudge, remember him, leader of the Brexit party and thorn in the side of Ptolemy Trudge Jones, was being spoken to by the police. I'm a key worker, if you don't mind, asserted Fudge crisply. How's that, sir? quizzed our man in blue. Well, I'm reporting on real and proper flouting of the laws of this green and pleasant land, responded Fudge. And continued the polite young, newly qualified policeman who looked all of 17. Well, look over there. See that floaty thing? See on it there are a dozen illegal immigrants coming here to bleed this great nation dry, gestured gestured Fudge, waving his binoculars in the face of the lad. Can't say I can see anything, said the boy, refusing the offer of Fudge's binos, fearing a dose. Well, I can assure you they are there, said Fudge, whose voice had gradually raised with each exchange. He desperately wanted to say, get on your bike, wee laddie, and go and catch some real crimbos, but restrained himself, saying, I know you're only doing your job, but isn't this a bit over the top? I'm only following government guidelines, replied the lad. Fudge wanted more than anything to have be having a laugh with this nice young officer over a pint in his local. They could have shared stories of brushes with the law and near misses, but sadly that wouldn't be possible for quite some time yet. The encounter came to a polite end with the boy in blue saying, Look, I think it's important to keep the original reason for Brexit in the public eye. You know, immigration. I mean, my first encounter with Joe Public after training was patrolling the streets outside Parliament last autumn. It was really hairy, to be quite honest, and the raw anger of both sides scared me witless. 
People seem to have forgotten all of that, but it'll be seared in my memory forever. Good lad, good lad, said Fudge, rather patronisingly, but he was relieved not to have received anything more than a polite bollocking. Another political person was breathing a visible sigh of relief. Nifty Kadvar had had the case brought against her of bullying by Sir Arden Rudger, dismissed by the Industrial Tribunal, headed by Sophia Mowbridick, of all people. Look, Nifty, Mowbridick said after it was all over. <clears throat> it was a close call, but fortunately the PM was firmly on your side and you had enough positive testimonies of your caring side to sway the decision in your favour. But please take this as a warning, otherwise there'll be more accusations coming out of the woodwork. Mark my words. Cadwell was prepared to take this advice without hitting back, which she'd normally have done, saying instead, Look, thanks, Sophia. I know you've got a lot on your plate at the moment and it can't be easy for you. I'm a tough old bird, joked the lawyer, but you're right, it's been brutal. They parted without a handshake or a hug, which would normally have passed between these two females in other now distant times. Mm -hmm.